Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Great. Um, I am struggling still a little bit with my voice and wanting to bring a lot of curiosity and perhaps even fun to that <laughs> exploration. Uh-huh. What's what's going on with it, Michael? May I ask? Yeah, it feels uh weak or uh hoarse. Um like I can't generate enough uh volume and if I um speak at some length then um it gets more hoarse and it gets more difficult to um generate the sound. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, it, this is after being ill, I'm guessing? Um, yeah. Well, I had uh, some COVID uh, a couple months ago, and then it was uh, stressful for me with the move, and that's when it kind of came on. Oh, okay. So not so much the uh, response to COVID as to the stress of moving. That's kind of my intuition about it uh-huh um, yeah well but, and that's just it we can never be too sure can we <laughs> exactly <laughs> what causes what yes and so the bringing curiosity to it is that's part of it right is the sort of I don't know rather than making yeah. meaning out of anything uh-huh yes yeah and um, yeah I mean you're always encouraging us to you know, really be open to what life is offering me um, in every sense. Yes. Um, yes. And really the, the, you know, what, what, <laughs> what is this? Um, uh-huh. And as you noted, not um, trying to figure it out um, and there's something wrong and I got to fix this and um, all of that. It's a, you know, in many ways, it's a great uh, test, in some sense, of where I am spiritually. Uh huh. Or it, more an opportunity, even than a test, uh-huh. right? Just to, right, just to see how how you are with yourself with it. Yeah. Thank you for that uh, reframing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, uh, I used to have a a good friend who was uh, into some kind of unorthodox or. Uh, I don't know, unorthodox, probably very orthodox in some circles, but new to me, and I think you, you spent some time with him too, um, did a lot of energy work and chakra work and that sort of thing. And um, I think what he would say is that you're probably dealing with a fifth chakra issue, which mm-hmm. tends to be you know, personal identification and um, sort of um, personal identity not identification but identity you know sort of expression and um who i am and and how i am and you know all of those kinds of things um which do tend to get a little challenged when our whole life is suddenly tossed up in to the air i like to think of it as about a fifteen thousand piece jigsaw puzzle you know it yeah. all gets tossed up in the air and then it all comes down and there it is and yes all the pieces are there but they they're not all that familiar 
you know, how it's all going to go together, you can't really know because your whole world is new, right? Yeah. And uh, so he would, I think he would say in these situations that the color blue is very soothing for the, for the throat and, um, yeah, and so maybe to uh, focus on, you know, just kind of uh, noticing blue and, and feeling that in your throat and uh, breathing it in or, you know, seeking it out and, um, and letting that bring your awareness to uh, what a difficult time it is for a, for a person when everything changes so, so rapidly and dramatically and yes. uh, maybe, maybe some soothing there. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's fabulous. And I see definitely the, you know, the personal identity and uh, being the primary breadwinner and trying to find a new job and um, hard to get a job without a voice. <laughs> and um, uh-huh. so, so it's, I can see that, you know, identity really at stake there. Yeah. And and I will say, just as a kind of a little reality check, I mean, I, you probably wouldn't want to be a sports announcer or something, um, but your voice sounds fine. It it might, you know, you you might feel tired when you talk a lot, and it may get more uh, raspy. One of the things that I mentioned periodically, so allergies have always been a very big part of my life, and. Um, when I when I wake up in the morning, I spend the first you know couple of hours. <laughs> you you'd think I was getting ready to uh, you know be on, a, on Broadway performing in a musical with what I go through to try to get enough clarity in my voice not to sound like a frog uh, when I get on the radio show and. And it's just how it is, you know. I mean, it, it's not a, you know, it's it at this point. I I don't think it's ever going to change. I hope it. I hope it doesn't get worse. <laughs> you know, but I've given up hope that it'll ever get any better because it just seems to be the way it is. And for me, making peace with that kind of thing at least removes the element of anxiety. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, because yeah. that. How can I get a job without a voice? I mean, that, that's intense. It, that, that's a really good question. Um, yes. and, and if that kind of um, notion is allowed to be something that ego gets its nasty little paws on, yeah. then that could really generate some anxiety and some uh, uh, kinds of uh, fears that would actually exacerbate uh, the experience rather than lead to the soothing that we would like to have happen. Yes, yes. And so yours in the morning, you relax with it, and then it gets yeah. better throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, usually by the time I get on the 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 radio show, at, at, you know, at nine, um, I, I you know I think I sound pretty normal. Uh, but uh, when I first get up, you know, I, I could be a baritone. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> disgusting throat clearing and, you know, all of those kinds of, all, <clears throat> you know, because it's just a mess of gunk. Um, and it's just how it is. 
Yes. Fabulous. Thank you for that. Very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. At least we can relax with it. With whatever is going on, at least our part is we can be accepting. We can relax with it. We don't need to let ego uh, use it against us or take us into a place of fear or uh, that sort of thing. And I just find that that attitude uh, often does more for healing than anything else is ever going to do. Mm-hmm. Being accepting and being with. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Sherry. And I have... Yeah. Uh, All right. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders. If you'd like to talk with Sherry tonight, please press star six and then one to make a show and conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Sherry. All right, let's get started here. First caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Sherry and Michael. It's Jeff in North Carolina. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Jeff. hey. Um, well, tonight I would like to ask you about um, leading, in quotes, mindfulness in school. Um, and the first thing I want to say about it is that I had a, a similar conversation with Ashwini over the summer about or at least I brought up a similar talk, but I don't know where this conversation will go. But um, the first thing I've been seeing is that, ironically, or whatever word would fit, um, uh, in leading, in quotes, leading uh, mindfulness or uh, meditation with both adults and children, it's perhaps one of the areas where I have, um, ter- uh, that I have brought least into practice in my life. Um, and so this, uh, just like the last conversation in, in July or whenever it was with Ashwini, um, this is a conversation that, uh, if I had to do it, if I could do it over again, I would love to have had years ago. Um, but it, it, I guess it didn't occur to me, or at least I don't remember it occurring to me. Um, so that's one, one thing to say. And, and also just, you know, uh, doing pretty well. Uh, as far as not practicing, not getting into self-hate about that, there's a little bit. Um, I'm aware of that, you know, trying to get at me at the, while I'm on this call here. Um, but, um, but I know that's not helpful. Um, and so uh, I was just recording about it a little bit ago. And, um, you know, uh, mindfulness is something that, you know, in some, uh, among some kinds of schools is, is a big thing these days, and it's something that is taught in some classes at our school, including the other class at my level. There's a teacher who's very, very much into teaching mindfulness. And in, in you know, uh, for myself, I've, I've, I've been in a duality about it, I've uh, realized, about I have some notions that 
uh, oh, yeah, I'd like to offer that. And some, you know, well, really, is, is that a good thing um, to be offering to students who may, who might not choose this? This might not be um, what they uh, want to do. Um, and so that's really kind of the, the I don't know, the, the heart of the yes. whole duality. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can I stop you right here? Please. I, don't, I, I actually don't have an opinion on this. Uh-huh. I don't teach mindfulness. I've never studied mindfulness. That's John Kabat-Zinn. I know it's very popular. I know it's a big deal. I know there are trainings in it. I know people do that. Now, if, if, you, you, know, if, you, if you want to do that, that's, that's up to you. It's, I mean, it's the same you know, with anything. You know, life skills or uh, what, whatever. That that would really be uh, that would be up to you. Now, is it a good thing to do with children? Um, to me, it's much better for children to be around people who are aware than to have people who probably are not paying real close attention all the time teaching children something such as mindfulness. But that's, just a, that's just a personal thing. Now, if somebody asks me, should they teach this practice? Then the answer is going to be an emphatic no. Yes. Well, I, um, I, I, what I, I certainly haven't attempted to teach this practice, fortunately, and nothing that would tie anything that I've been doing to this practice. Um, and, you know, I would call what I've, what I've been doing, uh, lead, basically leading some stretching and then leading um, some meditation, you know. Um, un, it's called, called mindfulness, um, but it's basically meditation. Um, anyway, yeah, I... Uh, I Again, I don't, I don't really know where to go with it more than that. Um, you know, I, fe- I feel some discomfort about it. Um, you know, it's like, hmm. Anyway, again, wishing I had brought it up years ago. Um, well, but, but there's no reason to bring it up years ago, <laughs> as far as uh-huh, I'm concerned. I mean, all kinds of people teach mindfulness. Mindfulness is a thing. We don't do mindfulness. So, you know, now if you're teaching stretching, then everybody teaches stressing, stretching. Everybody teaches stressing. Everybody teaches stretching, right? Is it yoga? You know, if we were to ask Mr. Iyengar um, if this is yoga, he would probably say, no, it isn't. But, but that doesn't mean that people aren't doing it. And, you know, that actually gets to the closest, for me, of um, kind of my concern about this sort of thing. And that is that, that yoga, for instance, is an ancient tradition, right? It's ancient. People, <laughs> we, don't, we don't even know how old it is, right? And it's not stretching. It's an entire approach to awakening okay meditation 
the same thing goes back farther than there are written records. But it's not what, what is done in the West as meditation. And so it always, it, there's this little, little concern. So somebody, um, you know, somebody uh, wants to, uh, you know, they're having a hard time in their life. They're, they're, they're really in bad shape. And, uh, and doing a, a practice of awareness would, would probably make a very big difference to them. But they tried meditation. Right. And it didn't work. Yeah. And that's a disservice. Yeah. So the idea, you know, meditation, it, it's like religion. Okay? People want to proselytize because they love what their religion has done for them. Or they believe that it would be good for everybody. But there's nothing as useless as trying to convince somebody that they should, uh, how, how would we say, you know, um, uh, t- accept Jesus as your personal Savior when they have no interest in religion. Yeah. Uh, now, if they you. ever get to a place in their life where they think, you know what? I need some serious help here. And they start looking around and they run into Jesus and they say, now that boy knew what I, I need to know. I'm going to find out about him. I, 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 want, to, I, want, I want to live my life like that. I, I, want to, I want to know everything he said. I want to do exactly what he taught. Okay. That person's ready. You couldn't stop him. Yeah. That is very helpful. Um, yeah, that's very helpful. Yeah, so I, uh, kids, kids are taught meditation. Kids are taught mindfulness in school. Oh, you know, most kids are not excited about school. I don't know if you've noticed. And, so, and most kids are not excited about adults, right? And most kids are really not excited about what adults are trying to tell them about how they should be and what they should do. Now, it doesn't mean all adults have bad ideas. It just means kids are not convinced that we have the answers for them. And so meditation, mindfulness, just becomes one more thing that somebody tried to tell me was a good idea for me, bored me out of my mind. Yeah, yeah, I I mean... It's just one person's opinions, Jeff. (laughs) Right, right, well... Yeah, well, it's not, I don't think it's just that. Um, yeah, and even though, you know, I, I feel like, I, you know, fortunately, the, there are a lot of children in, you know, in our class that really, you know, that really do enjoy school, and I feel like I have a good relationship with most all or all of the students. But still, that doesn't change what you're saying about the experience of, in quotes, mindfulness. Um, and anyway... Um, I don't want, you know, I don't want to necessarily keep this conversation going, but, um, you know, but it's really, but that's really helpful. Um, I, I, um, thank you for that. Very helpful. Yeah, you're very welcome. You know, English, English is going to be helpful to them. (laughs) Arithmetic is going to be helpful. 
to them, it's a really good idea to be able to read. You know, <laughs> all of those kinds of things are probably going to be very, very helpful and serve them. Uh, and the rest of it, maybe if the, if they if they're interested, if they if it's a you know a kind of an after school activity or an extracurricular sort of thing where um, anybody who's interested in learning more about this, um, great. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You are it. very welcome. All right. Take good care. All right. Thank you. Bye now. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. And uh, Sherry, what I got from that is really sort of the having a personal choice in what I want to pursue or learn about and the, um, the real uh, sort of freedom and value in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, with somebody like the, the Buddha or Jesus or uh, Mother Teresa or lots of other, you know, that standard list of people that we could, could name, people wanted to know what they were doing because of how they were. You know, how, how, how do you, how, how do you, <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> what, this turn the other cheek thing. What 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 is it with that? Or um, this it, compassion for for everything? What 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 is that? I I don't experience that. You seem a lot happier than most people. What are you doing? Yeah. How do you get there? Yeah. Yes. How do you get there? Yes. Yeah. Well, you be kind to yourself. <laughs> yes. That'd be a good place to start. Yes. Yeah. And Sherry, we're going to go to Good News Update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Jen, I'm going to turn it over to you for Good News Update. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm very pleased to be joined this afternoon by Sri Devi, who is here to speak with us about the experience of playing in Cantalumba. Welcome, Sri Devi. Hey, Jen. Smile on my face is the delight of the topic in itself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so as you well know, we are in Bridgewalk season, the annual time that we come together all of us to participate in generating the funding for another year of transformation in the project in Zambia. And this year, the theme of the Bridge Walk is Playtime in Cantalombo, which was inspired by the beautiful children's book that Teresa wrote based on her experience of playing in Cantalombo, where she grew up. All of that is available on the Africa part of the website if folks have not already seen it. Um, there's, you can read the book, see the beautiful illustrations, and even hear a recording of Teresa reading the book. But we saw it over the course of these weeks. We've been learning about the different ways that kids play in Cantalomba and the games that they love and all those sorts of things. And we thought it would add another lovely dimension to talk to the folks who have gotten to spend the most time at the project over these many years Doing much work, for sure, but let's face it, a good amount of play, too. <laughs> so um, so we thought we'd do that this afternoon. So, Sri David, do you, do you have a place you want to start? 
Oh, I mean, just hearing you say getting getting to talk to people who've had a good amount of time in Cantaloupe made me, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm, like, I'm so lucky. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that's me, yay. <laughs> uh, no, I think anywhere sounds great to start, Jen. Well, I mean, when I think about it, I think of the, when we enter the property each day <gasps> when we're on a trip. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Do you so, want to talk about that experience? Yeah. So you know, so you know, <laughs> so, you know, we're you, we're in a car. Teresa's driving us, and um, we hit a point. We get to a point of the property where people get. There's like a you know, it's almost like a, a whisper turns into a roar. <laughs> all uh-huh. of a sudden, after you you know, one or two of the kids are kind of coming and seeing the car and start kind of following us. And then, and then all of a sudden, it's like a swarm of wonderful, beautiful faces, all yelling, mm-hmm. Amazungu, Amazungu, <laughs> which is, you know, uh-huh. that we are here. They call us Mazungus. Uh-huh. And just yeah. the utter joy and delight. And what I project, which I really love, I'm so excited to talk about this because, you know, of course, for those in the email class, um, the wonderful assignment this week is talking about curiosity. I mean, there must just, I project so much curiosity onto them and my experience of curiosity of, oh, my God, who are these faces that I've seen before and I can't wait to see what's going on with them and new faces I've never seen because there's a thousand children. So, you know, there's a lot of what feels like <laughs> always new faces and they're new because they're also grown. So they have brand new faces or, you know, older faces. And, oh, just, I mean, that sets the tone, I think, every time we arrive with such joy and exuberance. Yeah, yeah, the joy and delight of just welcoming, of just being yeah. there. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, as you were describing that, Trudevi, I was thinking, I mean, one of my very favorite parts of playing in Cantalomba is, so we pull up, you know, we, we park, we get out, and generally, you know, there's a big, long agenda for the day, right? There's yeah. this thing and this meeting, and we're going to attend to this thing, and so we you know, a lot of the cooperative members come right up and we get right into things and we start talking. Everybody's aware of the sea of folks, of what, about knee or thigh height, some of them maybe up to the waist, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, literally just a sea of kids. And one of my favorite things to do is to be completely engrossed, right, in the conversation yeah. that we're in and we're, mm-hmm. you know, serious and business. And then all of a sudden, turn around, and get down, right down at their level and start chasing. And it's, yes. oh, my God, it's the most fun game. They spread like minnows with these huge peals of laughter and glee with their little fingers up to their mouths and these huge smiles, right? It's, it's so fun. Oh, my God. I, I, just as you were saying that, Jen, I was right there. It, it is so much fun. And then the way they, like, like you said, peel away, and then immediately turn and come back for more. They're like, oh, okay, exactly. come on, more, exactly. more, more, Again, yeah. again. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the other things I was, I was dropping in of thinking about play and a sense of fun was the experience we get to have with the cooperative members. And it was really funny because what dropped in was getting to, <laughs> getting to stir the Inshima pot. <laughs> oh god that's that. a good one right just because it's like and again I'm like oh my god we get to stir and for people who might not be familiar with that in Shima and Jen please please correct me but in Shima is like kind of the staple grain right it's like a, for yeah, me yeah, you know it'd be yeah. like rice. it's like you know rice in a lot of cultures 
And um, yeah, and made out of uh, corn, so it's like a polenta. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. and it's a lot of work that goes into making that in Shima. And so what's really fun is, like, I remember the first time I got, oh, you know, Shishi, you haven't done the in Shima yet? I was like, no. Oh, you got to go do it. And I'm like, oh, let's go. And then you're like, three years, three, four circles, and you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is play, this is hard play. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that, that quote spoon that they're using, yeah. I mean, how large are those pots? I don't know, maybe... It's like cauldrons. Literally, two feet across. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're cauldrons. Yeah. Yeah. They're cauldrons. Yeah. 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 And, and the paddles that they're, that they're stirring with are literally like the paddle of a boat. So mm-hmm. it is unbelievable. And I project that's one of their favorite games. It's oh. to say, hey, come on over here, Shredan. Oh my. Hey, Jen, yes. you want to stir Because the look on their faces when we, like, when I, like, walk up and they're, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they're like, oh, baby. <laughs> Oh, here she goes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, Sri Devi, as we're talking about it, I, it so reminds me of what this project is. Because, you know, we're not development people. We didn't mm-hmm. set out to say, okay, let's see, where's, where's a community where we can provide access to clean water and, and nutrition for a thousand kids and, and, you know, safe housing and facilitate them getting education. That's not what happened. What happened was life offered us an invitation, and we fell in love. And I feel like that's what, every time we go there, that's the primary experience. There's so much love. There's so much love in that community. There's so much love in this community. And that this time of year, that's what creates the the inspiration for another year of funding that project because of all that love and that play. And it feels like that's something that we're really getting to see as we explore this topic of fun and play in the email class and through this campaign, that those are synonyms, that fun and that play that that we experience on the property is that love of the project. Yeah, yeah. And you know what dropped in as you were saying that, Jen? You know, it's been really interesting to to unpack kind of conditioning's beliefs in the female class around fun and play. And... And, and what I've been going to is what is the experience? What am I actually experiencing in play? You know, and, and it feels just like there's, um, you know, we talk about laughter transcends ego. You know, when you laugh, you're present. And that's that experience when we're there playing. Whatever form play yeah. looks like, whether it's chasing after the kids, whether it's playing netball, whether it's playing by reading a book and we're all, you know, we're reading it out loud. Like, Whatever that yeah. sense of play is, like it's mm-hmm. being present to to this community, and we, and we really just, it, it, you know, it's one of the most beautiful experiences of really seeing no separation, because you see this yeah. community come together, and we're all there working together as one, and you know, yes. with with such love, you know, with such love and such kindness, you know, I mean, that's the other thing, you know, the kindness of the community, you know, so there's it's, mm-hmm. There's so many layers to it. There's so many layers, and all of it is like this beautiful sense of play and fun. Yeah, well, and the other thing that's really I'm really seeing as you're saying that is what's the other thing we hear so much when we're on the property? Singing, right? Singing is such a huge <gasps> part of the core oh, work that happens oh, in the project. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <gasps> and you know the other thing too, Jen. 
dancing. Yeah. <laughs> dancing. Oh, my of God, course. Dancing. <gasps> oh, and, and just the sheer hilarity, you know, and I'll just say this for me, Jen, when I try to dance because they – No, you, you, know, you, can, you can put me in there too, Sri Devi. <laughs> I, it won't hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, when the Muslims try to dance. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my yeah. God, it's – such a beautiful sense and it's because there's a celebration it's celebrating us yes. it's celebrating us being all of us it's celebrating us. the work yes. it's celebrating the commitment the it's everything yeah. that's the celebration yeah. that's the play it's the celebration of life yeah it, it truly is it truly is and I think that's one of the things that that's what made us fall in love immediately when we were in that community is you know, from the sort of external standards, there's a lot to, quote, worry about or, you know, to be stressed about or, you know, things that are difficult. And yet that vibrancy and that joy. I mean, you, you know, we were sitting in a meeting doing something and you hear this beautiful music, like a choir's outside. And you turn around and it's a group of four women sitting doing the dishes. Yeah. And that's what they do, right? That's just a piece of how life is lived. So I just I think it's such a a fun theme this year to really bring that to you know this annual time of coming together to support the project. Yeah, and and the the one additional thing I'll say and what I love about this theme and I think this was you know what was said in the kind of the first email that went out or the first um, the correspondence <laughs> that went out was you can be in a space right of oh, there's, there's so many challenges and there's this and there's yeah. that. And it would be very yeah. easy to, and I, I would say this, you know, especially when you're not from the community, the country, all of, oh, those poor people, oh, that, you know, all of exactly. whatever the ideas and beliefs, right, all the beliefs and assumptions. Yeah. And then to go to the yeah. experience and go, yes, things are hard. And yes, there is joy, and they aren't ex- they aren't exclusive of each other. They can happen yes. at the same time, and they are happening yes. at the same time. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's an extraordinary teaching. It really yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Well, Sri Devi, we really truly could go on and on, but <laughs> I think we uh, we need to hand the show back over to Sherry and Michael. So, thank you so much for being with here with us this afternoon to talk about it. So fun. Oh, such, such a pleasure and such a joy. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Davy. Take care. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Sri Davy. And welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, that was fabulous. <laughs> was. I'll tell you, I am so grateful to those two. Truly, uh, um, truly, <laughs> just that, that um, the relationship uh, that has been, that has built up over the years, that the, the love, the friendship, the respect, the, the, the mutuality of, of that, and that those, those two, Jen and Tree Davy, really are the, the ones that make that whole thing happen. You know, we can come up with the fundraising and we can, uh, you know, see that they have this and that they have that and that they have something else. But that, um, 
that's friendship, that's it. that love that's there is what makes it so alive and, and vibrant. And when Jen started off, she said, there, maybe it wasn't right at the start, but she said, you know, we're not in development. We don't, we, 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 it, it was just pure fate and good fortune that we wound up there. Uh, and yeah, just it, the whole thing is just, it's just so wonderful. There's, there, it's so easy to come across a world filled with bad news. You know, this is what's wrong, and this is what's wrong, and that's what's wrong, and and to to have uh, that kind of uh, relationship with a group of people who have such different lives than ours, and that their lives could be such a struggle as ours can be such a struggle. And and that love that brings the communities together, and uh, and just strengthens us all. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Sherry, we have another caller here. All right. Next caller. We're live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Uh, yes, this is Rico. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hey, Rico. Hi, How you doing? Hello, good evening. Well, uh, still standing. Well, they say uh, uh, vertical and ventilating. <laughs> the big. No, knees. really, they, that's that's a that's the best place to be right now. So it's. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's, it's I, I, yeah. I, I, I I wake up in the morning and it's. Really, I mean, you know something about my past, but it's truly a miracle every time I wake up. Wow, I have another day here. Let's, gee, yeah. what a, yeah. what a, I mean. What a gift. It's like tears of gratitude, like, like, yeah. just, anyway, uh, do you remember the, back in the 60s or the 70s, there was a, a book, a thin volume called The Lazy Man's Guide to Enlightenment? Oh, changed my life. I know. Changed so anyway, life. so uh, I I wanted to uh, comment on the lazy man's path, and mm. uh, it it it's, it has a lot to do with our uh, our workshop we're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about uh, the lazy path of assumptions and conclusions. <laughs> Without without realizing that the practitioner has uh, arrived there, it's kind of like bit by bit by bit by bit. Mm. And uh, so I I I had to go to a medical appointment today, and uh, it was a pretty good drive to get there. And I got to the freeway, and there were a couple of a state police there and a line of cars in front of me and my mind jumped to all sorts of conclusions and assumptions. Like mm. it was default as opposed to saying, as opposed to just being with it. Mm-hmm. And two minutes later, it cleared up and I was zipping at 70 miles an hour. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I realize yeah. again and again and again, it takes mm-hmm. like rededication 
again and again and again with no shame. And I think that's one of the great aspects of, of this particular path is compassion for the human, compassion for the human, compassion for the human. Because that opens the door to practice without being caught up in recrimination. Yeah. Yeah. And when we get a sense of uh, how long it's been going on, not just for old folks like us, but uh, if for, if for anybody who's reached adulthood, <laughs> you know, they can't remember when the training started to see life through a, oh, God, what's wrong now lens. If, the, if it's not wrong now, it's going to be in a few minutes. So there is that... Uh, you know, you come out onto the freeway and there it is. Oh, no. And it's going to paint a hole. You're going to be late. You're going to miss your appointment. Yeah, what are you going to do? How is this? Blah, 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 blah. And as you say, two minutes later, none of it exists. Right? Exactly. It, it, was, it, was, nev- it was never a problem. No, but it was, again, I want to just reiterate that I think the key to this practice is so for example uh in the uh evangelical christian movement there is what is called backsliding and uh mm-hmm. it's all it's about shame well how dare you you know you backslide so anyway that's not the case here no because we know compassion. we compassion. we know compassion. that that we are backsliders that's not a problem <laughs> Right. Exactly. It's just what That's human beings it. do. It's called learning. It's called really taking it in. It's called uh, recognizing it for what it is, making a different choice, actually being here. Yeah, it is the path. It's not a mistake. Uh, so so uh, I, I, I had another uh, insight while I was zipping on my way to the appointment, and that was uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been like, it's not like exactly a koan, but it's, it's not always apparent. It hasn't always been apparent. And I've been with uh, this practice for, I think I'm into my, well into my third decade or something, long time. And mm-hmm. I finally realized something that has uh, given rise to that, uh, that point of view of jumping to conclusions and assumptions. And what uh-huh. it is, is uh, I, I was, uh, I always loved school and it, it was really easy for me. And so mm-hmm. I sort of developed this uh, mindset, you know, I'm just going to have fun and I'll probably get A's anyway. And <laughs> it was... Uh, it was like uh, the lazy man's guide to graduating, right? Mm. But I think, I, 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 to go back to how you do anything is to how you do everything, is I suspect that uh, that attitude, that relationship to life in general, well, you know what, it's always easy. It's always not a problem. It's always, you know, it's not like manifesting in the whole new age woo-woo, but it's like a certain optimism and don't worry. And yet I think in practice, it's the reverse. There's no resting on laurels. 
it's about starting from point zero every moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's and, a, that's and, a big thing to catch. Yeah, that's huge, Rico. And and the 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 reason behind that is huge too, right? Because it's the way we say yes. It's the way we say thank you. You know, there's always another something to see, always another gift. All, all, life is always expanding, right? And we can be there for it. So it's not, it's not that we should. It, it's not that we're wrong and bad if we don't. It has nothing to do with that. It's that we can. We can be here for every new moment. And it's, it's just the, the antithesis of how, um, how, I don't know how to say this, I don't know how to articulate it, but it's something that it's always been just a, an easy ride in, in studies and achievements and whatnot. But none of that comes to the, to the cushion, comes to the practice. It's like uh-huh. there's no, there's no, there's no, how do you say, there's no like, uh, what's the word when you get accepted to fancy schools because of your parents or something? Uh, uh-huh. Entitlement. Exactly. It's not about entitlement or privilege, uh, mm-hmm. advantage. Everybody is equal when it comes to practice. That there's yeah. no, there's nothing it's, I don't know how to say it, but I think you understand. Well, where I'm going. To, to me, again, Rico, what you're pointing us to is it's our way of saying thank you. You know, you have a great life. It's always been easy. You've kind of had everything you wanted. You're able to do everything that you want, and so to be with life, to to be with life, to drop everything, to just be with life, is an acknowledgement of how that happens. It's not, it's not a given, you know, it certainly doesn't happen to everyone. It's not an easy ride for everyone, right? And so to, to, to come to that place of silence and, and to give all of, of your attend, all of our, your attention and awareness to simply being with, is devotion, is love, is gratitude. The way of saying, I know, I know where this all comes from, and I'm deeply grateful. Don't have to do anything, but just be with. Amen, sister. All right. So anyway, uh, this this whole this workshop has been uh, so impactful, and uh, it's 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 just remarkable through just through participating in the level where you meet the practice, how profound insights arise. Yes, it's fulfilling. So I'm I'm grateful that I I yeah. uh, I clicked on the uh, yeah sign me up and 
I found a way to my <laughs> checking account, and before I knew it, bing, I'm, I'm roped in once again. That's right. We've hooked you once more. I Dragged know. you in. Dragged and you into no, a glorious reality. In fact, I, I, I was having a conversation with uh, uh, someone, and they said, do you have any regrets? You know, you're an old guy, and you've been through a lot of health scares and whatnot. Do you have any regrets? And I said, not a one. Because it got me here. Because it got me here. So, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lucky day I met Sherry Huber. That's for sure. (laughs) No, really. It it got me here. I I was just remembering that day. (laughs) Really? Do you remember that? Oh, of course I do. I remember what I. But I remember it was a bookstore. But I remember about it is this lady was. This was. 20-something years ago, and uh, someone was commenting about um, that you were disrespectful of people's problems or something like that. Maybe I'm misremembering, but uh, just the response you had with such compassion, such kindness, such compassion, I realized, I don't know who this person is, but I want to get to know him. Me and you. <laughs> so it really caught me by uh, surprise, and I thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and. Mm. Well, you take care of yourself, okay? Doing my best. Keep checking. Keep right. checking in. Let us know. Right. Happy trails, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Rico. Right. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Rico, and I'm glad to be hooked. Also, Sherry. Yeah. Roped in it. Roped us in, didn't it? Yep. Roped me in. Yeah. Delighted to be here. Yeah, me too. And we have time for at least one more caller here. All right. Now, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, Michael. Hi, Sherry. It's Virginia. Hello, Virginia. What's going on? Hi, Sherry. Well, first I just want to say something that earlier today my phone was breaking up. So if it breaks up, please let me know and I'll I'll call another time, okay? Okay. I'm going to hope for the best, though. Thank you. (laughs) Me too. Um, I wanted to talk a a little bit about expectations. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, and I I had a situation today. Well... Okay, I'll just tell you what, kind of the, the situation. I have a I have a health thing going on. It's been going on for a little while, and I've I've kind of reached a point where I realized that I I look for someone or something outside of myself, you know, um, to have a better to have some idea on it or some solution, and I'm starting to question that, like, like I'm starting to really see that that might be a, a you know, a big fat uh, bamboozle. And um, anyway, I did go today well, to, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, can I ask you, it just, so are you saying you're hoping that somebody can give you more information or you're in the process mm-hmm. of learning about or you're hoping somebody will just fix it and take it away? Um, to, to have some kind of a, um, 
some help that would work to resolve it. Uh-huh. That, that's the expectation. Fix. Yeah, fix mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fix it or at least two things. One is just, well, yeah, fix it and, and also just kind of um, maybe maybe noodle it, you know. Maybe I'm talking about noodling, but, but it seems like very, there are very, like these parts of it that, that seem together that, Anyway, but but I guess the the point is is that I don't think I think it's resolvable, but I don't think it's going to come from outside of me, if if that makes uh-huh. any sense. And so, oh, yeah. and so today I had an appointment with someone that I a healthcare provider that I only met a couple of times, and when I when I was getting ready for the appointment, I I, I knew I, I I I had this idea, you know. Like, okay, I've got an expectation here of this person, and I've already visited with them twice, and I know that the expectation I have is is unrealistic. And anyway, I went into the situation, and I um, I knew it, and, and I think I must have had an expectation of myself that then I wouldn't have an expectation, but I I did. Even though I knew I had one, it was hard to, like, uh, let it go, and so mm-hmm. anyway, I I became like a a, a a dog with a with a bone. I wouldn't let it go. You know? and with the person, you mean? Yeah, with the person. Like, uh-huh. I really wanted some answer, and and that their their style isn't that. Their style is is very clinical, and I I wanted something that I wasn't getting, and I wouldn't let it go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just relaying this to you because I'm I love to hear some guidance and and also I mean about the first part too that I I am getting clearer and clearer that that the the situation that I'm in, that my body is in needs needs me uh, in a way that maybe I haven't shown up for it before. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and if I may, Virginia. So uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, uh, ego likes hard starts and hard stops. Okay. Right? But life doesn't seem to. Right? Mm-hmm. Life just goes on and on endlessly. Even bodies are born and bodies die. Life goes mm-hmm. on. Right? And so and so with this, with something like this. So there's something going on with your body. There's mm-hmm. there's something going on. And and you're not really clear about what it is. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like anybody else is very clear about what it is either. It's not like, well, that's a hangnail. We can do this and this and this, and then it'd be gone, right? It's more complex than that. So, so is that true? Well, it's interesting when you said that because I think I know what's going on. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, you think you know what's going on, but you don't know how to fix it, change it, right? Change it? Right. What 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 I've tried so far hasn't worked. Uh huh. But you still have a belief that you know what it is, and do you want yeah. somebody to confirm that you're right about that? That's what it is. Yes, I guess I do. I want somebody to say yes. This is it, and this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh-huh. what. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is how long it'll take. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and then this is the guarantee that it'll all be over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing: if we look at this from from a life perspective, not an ego perspective, mm-hmm. then 
what you're in is is a major workshop. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so what you what happened with you today? What helps you see what came before? Mm-hmm. Right. It, you you didn't know when you started out with this that all of this would unfold. That this is how you are. <laughs> that this is what direction you would take or this is how what you would conclude or you you didn't know any of these things because you'd never you'd never been here before so how could you know yeah yeah but now you're getting to see it Uh right and and so in seeing that you're in a very different place now if we lose the ego right wrong good bad part of it then Mm -hmm. you just and you can see it as a whole progression and this is where you are now, and this is what you're seeing now. This is where we get into the, okay, what now, wife? Uh-huh. And see what opens up. Well, what's the next step? What's the next thing that's revealed? Now, ego wants to say that where this is going is either you're going to be completely cured and preferably be the way you were when you were 20, or... Uh, there's something really wrong and it's all a terrible mistake. But we're not, we're, we're seeing what ego is trying to bring to this, mm-hmm. but that's only part of it. We're, we're not interested in having it run the show, right? Mm-hmm. So you can see how it's pushing for that. You can see what happens in you. You can watch the reactions that you have. You can see the beliefs and the assumptions, right? And And you just keep, Making your way through it, seeing what you see, seeing what you see, seeing what you see. Be a great time for a process map, right? Yeah, that's a great idea. And I heard you talking about that today or yesterday. Yeah, Sherry, I just want to revisit something you just said that um, the workshop part. You know, it's like okay, this. You know, I guess that's the process map too. It's like okay, there's this step, and then I notice this, and then now I'm waiting to see what you know, either what is next on the process map or what life shows up with. And that's right. Yeah. That's right. right. And in that openness, now, now when I'm in a situation and I want a certain outcome, Mm -hmm. I'm tunnel vision on that outcome. Well, that's right. right. So somebody could be standing next to me screaming, this is what you need to do. And I'm not going to pay any attention to them, right? Because I know where I'm going and what I want and blah, blah, blah. And so yeah. you're not, you don't want to do that, right? And right. so, you know, you, you pick up a magazine in the wherever it is, and there's an article on something, and it just clicks for you. I want to look into that. Yeah. Okay? And then you hear somebody talking about something. And then this happens, and then that happens, and then that happens. And you're starting to see this kind of a mosaic coming together or a tapestry or something, right? And they're all of these clues. And the the clues are about what's going on with you, yes, but the primary clues are about you, right? What you're open to, what what you're not interested in, what you refuse to see, what you... Uh It's a dual, it's a double workshop. It's a workshop... It's a double, yes, it's layered, exactly, exactly. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, and so, it, it, you know, it, it, so most people would say, 
That's well. I'm really glad to have an enlightening, enlightening, awakening workshop, and I want to be cured. (laughs) But again, we're not those people because we know we are going to die, in fact. Mm -hmm. And, And that is really not the point. Someday there's going to be something, I'm not going to be cured of it. How am I going to be with that? What am I going to see? Am I going to die in ignorance and delusion? <laughs> or, or am I going to live in awareness, clarity, expansion, generosity, kindness, all those things that we want? So this is what you get to practice now. Mm-hmm. Right? And the vehicle for that is this health issue. It's making yeah. it really, um, what, what would we say? It's a priority, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's not, oh, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that. Yeah, I bet I'm going to have time in a couple of years to... No, it's now. This is going on now. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to bring time and attention and effort and energy to it, not because you're desperate or urgent to resolve it, but because it's here to reveal to you everything that you have been wanting to see. Yeah. Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sherry. And I just wanted just one little quick question. You know, the idea, even the idea that I, I think I should relate differently to myself or, or somehow... Um, no. No, that's, not, that's, that's part of it, too. That's part that's, of the... That's, yeah, that's part of ego. That's mm-hmm. ego wanting to fix it. Well, Virginia, if you were a different person, this wouldn't be happening mm-hmm. to you. Well, yeah. that's horse pucky. Yeah. You are you. <laughs> this is happening to you. And there's right. nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Okay. Thank you, Sherry. I, 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 and, I, and, and, Virginia, just one other thing to underline. That's that thing of noticing. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what our practice is. We're just noticing. We're not mm-hmm. noticing to figure out. We're not noticing to fix. We're not noticing to improve and get better. We're not noticing. We're noticing. Because as we notice... That's how life can reveal itself to us. Thank you so much. This, this has been really helpful, and I will report back because, well, because I'm in a double workshop right now. That's, that's right. And this is where we say uh, stay close because it's, a really, it's an intense time, and you want to quadruple or whatever is beyond that the um, support you have for, for looking Yes. Yes. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for that encouragement. Thank you, Virginia. Uh Take care. Bye. And the phone made it. Yay. (laughs) Always good news when the phone makes it, huh? Yes. Thanks for joining us, Virginia. And, Virginia, I cannot mute you. So if you could uh, mute yourself, that'd be great. And, Sherry, I. I'm going to take all of that into my own life from that conversation. So thank you very much. Well, I am too, Michael. So um, there we are, huh? Yes. And to the top of the hour and past the top of the hour. So thank you, Joy. And thank you, everyone. Thank you, Michael. Absolutely fabulous conversation. Loved it. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Good night. Good night.